0: First thing that comes to mind when you hear this song.
1: Oh, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Oh, of course. I want to watch that now. Great movie. One of, one of my top
0: fives, no doubt. What are the Raiders doing to me right now? Raiders expected to be interested in free agent Jimmy Garoppolo. What does that even mean? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm being dead serious. I like Mike Garofolo but expected to be interested in Jimmy Garoppolo. Why? Because Josh McDaniels coached him in New England. He also coached Jacoby Brissett, who's available. So, I mean, I I don't – I think this is BS. I'm not buying
1: it. To be Las Vegas' Alex Smith, maybe? (sighs) Then you go draft uh, who you think could be your franchise guy, let him learn from Garoppolo, and away we go. I just – There's something to be said for, you know, like – I've sat here and told you to me, if I'm the the Raiders, I'm tanking for Caleb Williams. Thank you. But there's also something to be said for the organization learning to win again, right? Thank you. And that that model worked for Kansas City to where folks were frustrated Alex Smith couldn't get him over the top. But guess what? Alex Smith also positioned the franchise to where it, it became a staple. Winning in the AFC. Now it couldn't get over the top, but guess what? Then they went and drafted Mahomes. They made a move up, and the rest, uh, as they say, is history. So I'm simply painting an avenue for the Raiders to drive down here. I'm not going to be a happy
0: camper if we get Jimmy G.
1: Why not? I mean, he's a solid quarterback. I just. Y- you want to just rip the band aid off right now. How about this?
0: I think the happiest I would be is if they announce that Josh McDaniels has been fired. I think I now see the light, Perry Spencer. I about to spit my
1: coffee out. I think I now
0: have seen the light. This whole Patriot way works in New England. I don't think it works anywhere else. And now, now, you're going to go spend $30 million on a guy that will be your quarterback for like a season before your offensive line gets him Killed. K-E-E-L-L-E-D. Killed. So, good times. Are you ready for the top five stories of the day, Josh Helmer?
1: The other thing there is you're in a division with Mahomes. So that's a little bit different than, you know, Mahomes was, well, Smith was in a division with an aging. uh, Uh, Everybody. Aging Manning.
0: Right. There was a, a Peyton Manning who was done. The, the Raiders, I think, whenever Alex Smith was there, was the first year of Derek Carr. They won like three games. Well, San Diego was still San Diego. They had Philip Rivers, who is considered to be like this incredible quarterback when he never won anything. Yeah, I mean, it's just wild. All right, are you ready for the top five let's stories of the day? Let's do this thing. All right, let's do it. It's time for the top five stories of the day, brought to you by Newcastle Casino. It's time for the top five stories of the day. Seven. Brought to you by Newcastle Casino.
1: Newcastle Casino, where real gamers play.
0: Let's go, man. All right, uh, Newcastle Casino, best reels in the metro. Happy hour Monday through Friday, 3 to 6, conveniently located off I 44, exit 107. 14 table games, including Blackjack 3 card poker and Ultimate Texas Hold'em. Learn more at newcastlecasino.com. Big story, number five. Number five. Oh. Um. By the way, just because people tune in at any any point, I'm not going to get all triggered. Um. Are y'all complaining about FSU only playing one with the Sooners? I think it's awesome. We get to play a game against them. They didn't have to play OU at all, but they prolonged their trip. They start ACC play this weekend. I guess it's all about perspective on this one. Bro, we... We read one text about it and answered the question. I'm just glad they're here playing. We don't need FSU and ACC defenders in here. A lot of teams play midweek games. We're going to Baton Rouge later this season, so calm
1: down. And ultimately, it's good, yes, that they're playing the game. Our point was bigger than Florida State. It was, Thank you. It was Thank you. college softball in general. Teams don't want to come play a three-game set. In Norman. No. And a lot of times, they don't necessarily want to welcome OU in right. for a three-game set because Oklahoma's a juggernaut, and teams look at it and say, why would we want to Why would we want to get this snot beat out of us? I
0: think Florida State also realizes they spent most of the offseason trying to trash Oklahoma on the recruiting trail. So, when that didn't work out so much, it was like, man, maybe we should play them. But, again, that's not our focus. Our focus is tonight at 5 o'clock, Oklahoma – in South Dakota State, did I say 5 o'clock? I'm sorry, 6 o'clock, 6 o'clock. It is cold. So I don't know what that means as far as this game tonight. I know a lot of work went into it, so it's going to happen. But uh, South Dakota State has no worries about the cold. They're used to it. we played in some cold weather situations so far this season. As long as the rain stays away, I think we're good to go. And I do think that we'll see Alex DiRocco tonight. Now, Patty, uh, Patty Gasso. Patty Gasso dives into, okay, thank you, the other listeners. I, we need to make sure that we specify who you're yelling at, to, either us or the ref army. Oh,
1: thank you. Thank you for the clarification.
0: Yeah. We just uh, – I'm like, why, we just, why am I getting yelled at at this? Some dude asked you a question. I thought I answered it well. We
1: just naturally assume so that I, it's directed at us. I I, got apologies. Com- I got
0: completely thrown off by that text. Okay. Um, here is Patty Gasso. On what? Grace Lyons. So, this is the answer. Whenever you have 8,000 Facebook message threads or Twitter threads and people are like, what's wrong with Grace Lyons? Where's Grace Lyons? You can now say, I heard on the Plank Show, Coach Gasso say this.
1: Grace is not here because she is not feeling well. And we put everything in front of Um, the most important thing is her health and well-being so to have her here sitting around laying around doesn't make sense um this is a weekend we believe we could handle and we you know other people are stepping up captain wise but uh we care first and foremost about grace's health and um it's nothing serious it's just she is exhausted absolutely exhausted and um That We're just trying to get her energy back and get her back to where she wants to be, and I think we're getting close. Everybody
0: good? Everybody got the answer they want? It's not COVID. I'll tell you that much. But everybody good, right? We feel good about it? I don't know. She's battling. She's tired. She's wore out. She's she's sick. So, she's going to be okay. It's just, would you rather push it and battle this For a couple of weeks? Or would you rather get your rest, have your Sprite, have your chicken noodle soup, maybe a few saltine crackers, and get back where you need to be?
1: And obviously the answer, jokes aside, is is the latter. You want to get healthy. Sure, absolutely.
0: So Oklahoma tonight. In action against South Dakota State. And then what everyone is anticipating, the showdown against Florida State tomorrow night at 6. So you end up with... Four, five, six, seven, what, seven games in seven days? <laughs> and they're all tough. So this might be one of the more challenging stretches for the Sooners this season. Outside of, you know, the week of the, of the Baylor series, they play Tuesday, Wednesday in Wichita and Tulsa, and then you have that three-game set down in uh, – is that right? Down in Waco. So it's a pretty challenging week on that front for the Sooners as well. Anything else softball-related we need to get to? 20-1 and one on the season. Um during this now, what is it, 12-game winning streak, they're hitting 440 with runners in scoring position. They're hitting 462 with two outs. I'm pretty sure we will see Alex Storocco tonight. But we'll see. 6 o'clock. We'll see. Oklahoma and South Dakota State. One other addition, one other addition, Josh, that I want to make clear, Soonersports.tv tonight. Minimize your expectations. It's not a full on ESPN plus broadcast. Uh Jacob Potter did an incredible job in rounding people up, getting as many people to help out as we possibly could. So you'll have um you'll have at least two cameras tonight, but you're just stuck with me on the broadcast. So that's coming up at six o'clock. All right, big story number four. Number four. Oh. Um legal tampering window is open. Open. And the rumors are surfacing around Baker Mayfield and a potential trip to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's believed the Raiders and the Rams could be interested. I, by the way, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it against him staying in L.A., especially with these Matt Stafford rumors that are going on out there. Uh, knowing the relationship with the that he has developed with Sean McVay and couple of buddies that he has on the coaching staff including Zach Cromer who was here at Oklahoma for a spell in fact he was there whenever Baker was well he was here when Baker was here but i gonna be honest with you Josh I think it's for us one of the more fascinating stories to follow Sterling Shepard re-signed with the Giants on a one-year deal after he missed last year due to an injury I think he's got a chance to have a really good season there is a chance Joe Mixon could get cut today, opening up cap space in Cincinnati, and gosh, maybe making Samaje Ryan their number one back. Though I'm sure they would go after a back in free agency. Oh, and then there is the never-ending wait on Aaron Rodgers, who was busy talking over the weekend. Hey, Rod. Little bit chemistry here. What we now. doing, hey, Rod? <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. How long tuned. we gotta wait? Well, I think it won't be long. There's, 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 a, the there's a time. There's a
1: time limit for. Can all I this. break the news?
0: Brandon Marshall, by the way, was the
1: where was that from? I I don't know. Was that like a like a?
0: It, it's literally like Brandon Marshall ran into him and had a phone. It was like era
1: era. It sounded like he was in like a basketball gymnasium or something.
0: Let's let's see if we can catch where it's from in the background again, homie. Stay tuned.
1: Stay tuned. How Stay long tuned. we got to wait? Well,
0: I think it won't be long. It's like there's a party going on in the background. Yeah, Let's yeah. Let's go. Some sort of, is know. that at a psychedelic conference that he's speaking at? Probably. <laughs> See that story? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers to speak at a psychedelic conference this week. Uh, they're trying to make, again, everyone is trying to make Jimmy Garoppolo to the Raiders a thing. I don't buy it. I think Mark Davis, if Mark Davis is smart, he'd ixnay that in a heartbeat. But I'm sure the Raiders will make it out to be some sort of massive request. Austin Eckler is requesting permission to speak with other teams about a potential trade. Hmm. It's the Chargers running back. Falcons re-signed a couple of guys, including their fullback. Uh, Patriots are re-signing Jonathan Jones. And let's see, anything else? I think that's about it. We'll keep an eye on it and see whether or not we get a Baker Mayfield or a Joe Mixon type of a move. Oh, yeah, we haven't talked about it. Jalen Ramsey is now a Dolphin. The Dolphins traded a third-round pick and one of their tight ends for him, giving him $20 million this year. And then, Josh, uh, obviously the Bears made the move over the weekend to trade the number one pick in the draft to the Carolina Panthers, that I saw one report this week that talked about Carolina might be open to training down again. I guess they watched draft day with Kevin Costner or something. But right now it looks like the Panthers are at one. And C.J. Stroud is the odds-on favorite to go number one overall. Anything else NFL-wise we need to get to? I don't think so. Okay. Legal tampering period is here. Let's giddy go. up. Let's go. All right. Big story number three. Number three. Oh. Now... Obviously, we would kind of taken a little heat because we hadn't mentioned enough about OKC from Big Bad Nate a little bit earlier, in the, or the Big Bad Wolf a little bit earlier in the program, but it doesn't mean just because we don't talk about them on the reg that we're not excited about where OKC currently is. Because after their win yesterday over San Antonio, Josh, OKC finds itself in the final playoff spot. They're in the playoffs right now, though it's like an 86-team tie for that final playoff spot. Um, obviously, no longer worried about being Team Tank because, well, I mean, it just doesn't really matter right now. You're, you're kind of in this. And no one really from like five down has separated themselves. There's four teams that are tied for that final playoff uh, spot, play-in tournament spot and then all of those teams are only a half game behind, what, the, the the five seed? So there's still hope, not just for OKC, but the Lakers and the the Pelicans. I think L.A. and New Orleans play later this week. So, hey, can we start talking playoffs for the Thunder? Or at the very least, play in tournament, which would be eerily similar to the position that the Suns were in during the bubble in 2020. And then over the last three seasons, Phoenix has been a contender. So, maybe this could be something that launches OKC in the next season. Or maybe they get a shot make a run. Who knows? I kind of like where they are. Um, OKC currently in the 10th spot. As we mentioned, um, only two games. Wait, that's not right. Yeah, it is. Two games out of the six and two and a half games out of the five. So... You're not just knocking on the door of playing in the play-in tournament, Josh. Between all six of these teams, right? The Timberwolves, the Mavericks, the Jazz, the Thunder, the Lakers, and the Pelicans, they're all right there within shouting range of just making the playoffs outright, not having to worry about the play-in tournament.
1: It's going to be a wild finish in the Western Conference trying to sort all of this out. There's, uh, there's a lot that can get shaken up in the next next couple of weeks.
0: Again, tomorrow night, OKC takes on the Brooklyn Nets at home. One oh two ninety the final score over the Spurs. Anything else NBA-wise? Lakers lost last night to the Net, uh, Knicks. That was a good game.
1: It was a good game. Yeah, that's a that's a frustrating loss for Lakers fans.
0: Especially whenever they seem to have control of the game in the first half. But uh, go figure. It wouldn't be a Lakers season if, A, first take wasn't talking about them nonstop, and, B, they've been an out and Utter disappointment. What's the
1: uh, latest with Kevin Durant?
0: It looks like the rest of the season. Yeah. So, you know, for Phoenix, I wouldn't mind to play them in the first round. What sucks for Phoenix fans, too, is it looked like this was really going to work. Oh, yeah. Like the Kyrie fitting in Dallas, didn't look like it's working too well. They've got the Grizz tonight at uh, 630. But the KD fit looked like it was working pretty good.
1: And uh, it still might. But, still might. But like you said, yeah, that first round assignment. Could get uh, dicey. All
0: right, big story number two. Number two. In addition to the men's tournament bracket being released last night, the 68-team field was released for the OU women's tournament. And as expected, OU is headed to UCLA. They're headed to Los Angeles to play as the five seed, where they'll get the 12-seed Portland in the first round. UCLA is the four. Obviously, they're hosting Earlier today, Jenny Bronchek was on with Toby Rowland. T-Row asked about Ana Yanusa and how she is after going down with an injury in pre-games before, in pre-game before the Iowa State game. Still went out and played against Iowa State, but here's Coach Bronchek's update on Ana Yanusa. Yeah, and she was limited a little bit, too. I mean, what a bummer in warm-ups.
1: Um, but, yeah, I mean, she's going to do whatever she can to be able to get back. And so – I'm hoping that she'll be better. I mean, the nice thing is, is that we'll play on Saturday instead of Friday, so it just gives one more day. And I know that sounds so funny sometimes,
0: one day, but one day can mean so much in terms of these kinds of things. So we are excited to be able to do that. So we don't know necessarily what time we play yet on Saturday, um, but if we have a Saturday afternoon, that'll be even better. We do. We know. 8 p.m. on Saturday night for OU and Portland. If the Sooners win, they'll take on either UCLA or Sacramento State in the 413 matchup. A little bit of a surprise. You know, they don't have quad one, quad two in women's basketball.
1: Probably they should get that.
0: They call them, like, groups. They, uh, so you're telling me Hawkeye Nation is really upset about getting the two? Instead of the one over Stanford. Stanford's the only one seed in the women's tournament that didn't win their postseason tournament.
1: Indeed. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, Iowa fans were, were upset. But I think there's another faction that's kind of like Stanford's a nice one seed to get. And it's not the worst thing that you're maybe a little upset that you didn't get the one. So, you can you could sell it to yourself as a positive.
0: Yeah, you can sell it. All right. Um, make story number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. So, Josh Helmer, today is the 68-team giveaway. It is. Noon until 7. As soon as we are done here on the Plank Show, Mike Steely and Parker Thune will take over, and then we rock the rest of the afternoon. Josh, wow. you're going to be out there. I'm, with softball, I'm unavoidably detained. From being able to get out there and be a part of it. I'm going to try to swing by maybe like at 1 o'clock. I'll try to swing by on the steel man's dime. See if he won't buy me lunch. No, I'm serious. Uh, I'm joking. Seriously, though, get out. It's going to be not. fun. He's not. If ser- he's not going to buy me lunch. Probably would buy you lunch first. And everyone should go out and enjoy a celebration of the tournament. Right? And as as sure as we're going to see 86 stupid jokes about, I didn't even know what channel True TV is. I guarantee you you're gonna have an absolute blast here tonight.
1: Well, and really, this is a celebration of 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 y'all, of y'all. Yeah. It's a celebration of the rep Army. This is our chance to shake some hands, say what's up to everybody, and uh, just have some fun.
0: Kiss some babies, do everything that you know matters in this politis- political world that we're in right now. Fill
1: out brackets wildly incorrectly. right. Maybe some of you very accurately,
0: we shall see. I always get real excited whenever my first game hits. You, you get like the first year, like, look out, look out. Here comes a hey, million dollars.
1: Hey, I'm <laughs> nine for nine. Nine for nine. <laughs> I've
0: hit my first nine picks. I think last year I started like seven for seven. Or oh, no, no. I missed my very first one and then won like eight in a row. And I was like, oh, don't let him get hot. <laughs> and then craziness ensued.
1: Yeah, the uh, – St. Peter's thing uh, really kind of ruined my bracket last year. I mean, but, uh, you know what? It was worth it. You
0: know, I I was going back over the uh, tournament bracket from last year, uh, just to kind of remember how crazy it was for a uh, for the show this morning. And you you forget a couple of crazy things from last year. Number number one, I right, just kind of give you a little perspective. Texas Tech was a three seed playing for a spot in the Elite Eight. Just got beat by Duke, and now, a year later, their coach is fired, and they're a program in turmoil. Arkansas beat Gonzaga, eliminated the one seed in the Sweet 16, played tight against Duke in the Elite Eight. Now, Arkansas is an eight seed, or eight, nine, whatever they are. You had an eight, nine upset of a one seed. It was North Carolina beating Baylor. North Carolina made an improbable run, not just to the Final Four, but to the championship game. They didn't even make the tournament this year. First time that's ever happened to a preseason number one. Villanova was a two-seed. Was a two-seed. Beat Houston to go to the Final Four. Beat the Cougars. They're in the NIT this year, and I mean, Iowa State made a run as an 11, so you just never know. You never know. Last year's Final Four, Duke, North Carolina, Villanova, Kansas. Only two of those four teams are back in the big dance this year, and only one of them is a one seed. (laughs) That's unreal. And by the way, they really made Kansas pay for losing
1: two games to Texas. I mean, you had Dennis Dodd and all these folks out there. Kansas—it doesn't matter. They're still the number one overall seed. And <laughs> literally,
0: literally, the selection committee is like Michael Jordan. We saw that. We took that personally. So they Kiss Kansas City goodbye. I mean, on uh, and on and on. All right, we got a break. We're way behind, so we're going to get into the big dance and the brackets coming up next. Also, kind of give you a couple ideas on some tips, some tricks, things of that nature. Plus, Lee Sterling's going to join us Wednesday. Wednesday, right here on the Home of Sooner Family. It's like, I keep forgetting. I do this to myself every single year, Josh. When, like, the legal tampering period opens, I'm like, all right. Where's all the moves? Let's go. Where? Where's all the moves? Let's go. Come on. Need trades. Where's the moves? Nothing ever happens. Just, like, stuck. It's like, ah. NFL got me again. But it could be a little bit crazy on uh, Wednesday. And that's whenever the legal period truly opens. Nick Bolton's not a free agent, is he? No. Okay. T.J. Edwards, the linebacker for the Eagles, they just had to know that he was going to sign somewhere else. So look at all this news we're breaking here on the Plank Show today. Josh, tonight we have Sooner Softball. Bears is who that uh, T.J. Edwards is signing with. Um, Tonight we got softball, 5 o'clock. Why do I keep saying that? Uh, Tonight we have softball, 6 o'clock. We'll be on the air at 545, and it will be streamed on Sooner Sports TV. So no ESPN Plus full broadcast tonight, but Sooner Sports TV, if we had the Coach Gasso cut for the pregame show this weekend where she talked about the injury. I shouldn't even say that. The illness that Grace Lyons is battling. Uh, Looks like she should be back sooner rather than later but just need her to, to get back to 100%. And OU men's basketball has its season officially come to an end, and now the true what team-building battle is on for Porter Moser, right? Got to go out, got to find a way to bring in some dudes. And I, I think this, this offseason is going to be fascinating to see which direction they decide to go with the roster because, as we know, Josh, as we know, there is there is only one dude who could truly be gone from this roster, and that's Tanner Groves. But what does that look like, right? I mean, is there – does Jacob Groves decide to come back, or is he done? Does Jalen Hill won another year, or does he turn pro? Do you have to have some difficult conversations with guys? I mean, that's going to be – again, we'll watch it from afar – but it's going to be fascinating to see what this roster looks like in 2023 through twenty four. in the last year in the Big 12.
1: You hope that there's a lot of similarity in the roster and you hope that there's a lot of difference <laughs> in the roster.
0: It's 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 complicated if we could make it just that simple.
1: Our relationship status, yes,
0: yeah, it's complicated. Very complicated. Uh, Broken Arrow Fatboy writes, Plank, I'll grab a 12-pack and I'll come up here and I'll do color with you and be your partner in the booth. Broken Arrow, Fat Boy, as kind of a gesture as that is, I think I'm going to have to pass, but it sounds awesome. He also adds, are they going to be showing the softball game at B-dubs? You know, I don't know. That's always one of the challenges, right? That's always one of the challenges where you just you don't know if they have the capability to stream it. That's what the big conversations about, oh, Prime on Thursday night. What about the bars? I'm like, you guys get to go to sports bars to watch things? Where's this magical world that you live in? I want to live there. But, no, I, I cannot make any promises. I would assume that at least Toby Rowland might have his laptop pulled up or he's watching it a little bit. Toby's always keeping tabs. Uh, I noticed you were doing a little research. Can I share a little nosiness on my part? You Just may. looking over your shoulder.
1: You thinking John Calipari's done in Kentucky? I was curious what his contract looked like. Okay, all right. No, I don't, after the information that I found. But, you know, to me, coming on the heels of last year, I don't think Kentucky's getting beaten by Providence, but if they did, then all of a sudden some tough conversations, I would imagine, would start to be having had over there in the uh, old Rupp Arena. Okay, all right. Right? I mean –
0: I'm not disagreeing with you. I just, I noticed you were googling up a little bit on Cal's schedule and, or excuse me, Cal's contract, and yeah, the the buyout is massive. Oh, it's huge. It's 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 the biggest it's the biggest buyout for a basketball coach, I think, currently.
1: He's on that Kirk Ferentz deal. He's right. inked up through 2029.
0: But I guess, you know, there was a great article. I think it was on ESPN that laid out how. He has similar career arc, has a similar career arc to Jimbo Fisher. And it's funny because I, do I don't view Jimbo Fisher as overly successful, right? Especially with how it's gone recently. But when you pull back and you kind of look at, well, they each won a national championship, but it's just one. It took an iconic team for Kentucky to get it done, and when they've had their best teams, they've always come up short. But he almost won another one with Memphis. I
1: know, which is why that didn't make a lot of sense to me. But And had a Kentucky team that was unbeaten in the Final Four that lost to Wisconsin. So I've got a tough time going there. It's not been great okay. for Calipari lately, but the early highs at Kentucky you know, following that run with Derrick Rose and company, I mean, do I need to remind everyone? I mean, it took – Mario Chalmers' heroic shot for them not to have won that national championship and a Chris Douglas Roberts, you know, free throw miss or two. So, I don't know. I mean, t- to me, the highs of Calipari's career have, have been pretty good. He's not far away from being a three-time national championship winning coach. And w- he, he had a team at UMass that
0: had a chance. Now, granted, they cheated to get it done. But still, Marcus Camby was as close to unstoppable as a college basketball player as I've seen. And, yeah, if, if they could hit free throws, last year might have really been a, a, a sweat fest for Bill Self in Kansas because <laughs> that could have been one. Here's, uh, here's a good text from Sooner Co-Wetzel who writes, I wish we could play Florida State for a series, but I just love the fact that we're getting to play them, period. Let's go. Agreed. I, I just I think it was a. Key. I don't think anyone was being a jerk about it. I don't think anyone was trying to get mad or or like make this defiant stand. I just think that you look at the schedule, like, oh, huh, that's weird. They're playing three in Stillwater and they're only playing one here. But remember, they had an existing series with Oklahoma State from a couple of years ago. Maybe it was last year, and now they came up here. Spring break for them, Going to play a game today and then. Get back to Tallahassee to start conference play. Oklahoma, on the other hand, is playing, you know, two. They're playing South Dakota State tonight, and what looks like it's going to be a chilly night. You got Florida State tomorrow night, which looks like it's going to be a chilly night. And then, on, you know, gosh, I don't even want to try to go through the schedule off the top of my head because of how crazy it truly is. But you're getting both Northwestern and Auburn this weekend in two teams that, well, I mean, one of them you played in the World Series last year. And I know we're going back a few years, but, you know, obviously a retooled Auburn program, but it's still a team that, you know, played in a championship series sooner rather than later. So you're playing Weber State and Northwestern on Friday. You're in playing Weber State and Auburn on Saturday, and then you're turning around and playing a Sunday game against Auburn. I mean, what a week. And, oh, by the way, you know what we're doing next week, Josh. What's that? We're starting conference play in Ames, Iowa. Unreal. Where did this season go? We're into conference play, man. I'm watching Georgia play this weekend in conference play in the SEC. I'm watch- In the Pac-12, UCLA got beat by Cal for the first time in 10 seasons. You know, now UCLA eventually won the series, but I told you guys, Softball is such an amazing sport. It goes so quickly. You look up, you blink, you're like, "Eh, conference play is here. Let's go. Uh, Breaking news, the National Football League, it looks like the Ravens have released Calais Campbell. So a big piece defensively is available on the market. And, you know, Jason Kelsey had kind of started to say his goodbyes, but it looks like he's going to stay with the Eagles for another season. So they got Brandon Graham on a one-year deal, and according to NFL Network, it looks like he's sticking with the Eagles for another season. All right, quick break. Um, we're back with our official Final Four picks next. Are you here for a while? Are you running this, or is Parker coming in then leaving?
1: Our no, con- Parker is out on site with Steel okay. Man. I've, I've heard them doing the do-re-mi. They're getting getting warmed up, getting loose. They're ready to roll over there.
0: It's one of the best days of the year here on The Ref. I'm not going to lie. I will have a massive amount of FOMO. You know, if we were um, like my daughters, I'd say something like, Will you send me pics? Send me pics. You better send pics. We'll have tons of them on social media. Is Tyler already out there too?
1: I would imagine so, yeah. Oh my gosh, man. I would think... uh Many of the powers that be, the brain trust is already on site. I mean, we're getting this thing going in 15 minutes.
0: That's right. That's right. Now, I have petitioned um, Buffalo Wild Wings to add breakfast so Toby and TJ and you and I can be out there, but I don't necessarily know (laughs) if that's quite on their agenda yet.
1: That's also a lot of
0: us. Yeah, it is a lot of us. Do you – all right, I've got the official bracket in my hand. Okay, okay. And I'm just... I likewise... Hold on. I've got a, I've got one here, but it's... They print these for people that don't need readers. So I'm going to go to my... <laughs> I'm going to go to my Fox Sports Radio one that's already up and posted. Because I'm going to fill out one, then I'm going to leave it alone, and that's it. And Josh, I am here to report that I've decided to go Chalky McChalkerson what? this year. I apologize, but I just... I feel like it's best for me to just be as chalk as I possibly can. So, let me see here. Log in. This process to log in here for Fox Sports Radio is hella more confusing than what it is for us. where you got to get a password and everything.
1: Let's chat region by region and let's do this like it's an ESPN production and, and talk Elite Eight matchups in each region.
0: Okay, um, you start. Wherever you want to go.
1: Okay, we'll just start top left in the what would be the south region. Okay. I, I don't see a lot of resistance for Alabama into the Elite Eight. I, I just Agreed. don't. Agreed. Uh, neither Virginia nor San Diego State, if it holds to form to me, scares me a lot for Alabama. I think Alabama's off to the Elite Eight. I think they will meet recent national champion Baylor.
0: I like it. I like it a lot. I am um, – I'm very much with you, Josh Helmer. I, I know we saw someone texted earlier. It's just some of these will stay with you throughout the show, and it's like, you're really picking the same Alabama team that got beat by 25 against Oklahoma? Yeah, man, take a look at what they've done since. It was almost as if that could have been the best thing that happened to them. And I know, I understand that there is a quandary whenever it comes to Alabama. But they're looking really, really good. So it's probably a little bit frustrating, but it's true. They look like one of the best teams in the country right now. They look like
1: the number one overall seed.
0: Which is what they are. So I'm with you on Alabama. I don't see many weaknesses. And remember, if you're like, wow, that same team that Oklahoma beat like they did, you've got them going to the Sweet 16. Remember TCU beat Kansas, but like 20 inside Fog Allen Fieldhouse. I mean, just crazy things happen throughout the season. So, I've got them... I do have Arizona getting through at least to the Sweet 16. Um, I've got a sweet Sweet 16 matchup between Baylor and Arizona, but I actually... I've got Arizona and Baylor playing in that Elite 8 matchup. I just... I feel like the recipe is there for Baylor to get hot. And I'm not going to hold it against them that they were one and done in the Big 12 tournament because that's kind of been their little mo. So give me, give me the Baylor Bears or, or give me Alabama and Baylor to play in the elite eight. In the elite eight. What, why am I struggling so much with
1: I this? I don't know. And I'm taking Alabama out of the region.
0: It's, me too. So we both have the same Final Four there. We've got Bama East in the East, bottom left side of the bracket. Purdue's the one. Marquette and Shaka Smart are the two.
1: And I'm not buying them at all. I think they're getting bounced. Izzo Magic, uh, what is it? Uh, January, February, Izzo. So I, I like Michigan State to uh, to beat USC. Pull the stunner there over Marquette. This is uh, this is sort of where I have some some topsy turvy happening. I'm taking Kentucky to beat Kansas State as well. I like Kentucky, the bottom half of that bracket, to get hot. The man that I said is, in some ways, maybe I was looking, is he coaching for his job? He's not because the buyout's too large. But uh, Duke, I think Philip uh, Kowski matches up well with Edie. Purdue, I'm worried about those guards. I've got them bowing out to Duke. I've got Duke over Kentucky in the Elite A's.
0: Um, I, I can't trust Kentucky. And the reason I can't trust Kentucky is because could they hurt me, Josh. They've hurt me, and as recently as last year. As recently as last year, so when you hurt me, I have a hard time believing in you. And they hurt me, so I've got, um, I've got Purdue advancing, but I I do have them as one of the teams that gets knocked out relatively early. So give me Duke surviving that region to the Elite Eight for an Elite Eight matchup. See, I've got, I've got Providence doing in. Kentucky in the first round right now.
1: Would be awesome.
0: But I've got it as uh, Marquette and, and, um, who Duke. did I just say? Duke, with Duke going to the Final Four. I am falling. i told you guys this. So we're
1: identical, Alabama Duke in the Final Four, right, you and
0: I. Right. We're, we're, we're totally falling for the school that got hot at the right time. All right, let's get a break. We'll come back. We'll do the Midwest and the West as we're just giving you our quick pits, uh, quick picks to put a wrap on this edition of The Plank Show. so we each had the same teams go to the Final Four. I did like this um, of the Air Comfort Solutions text line. How about ORU's first game? Duke isn't Duke. I, I I kind of agree with that. I just don't like the matchup for ORU. I would, if, if it was anyone other than Duke and the way they're playing down the stretch, I would be picking ORU. So hope that uh, we're both wrong. I would love to be wrong. All right, who you ta- so we both have Alabama and Duke in the Final Four. Who we do. do you, who do you have in the Midwest? Well, uh, Midwest, to me, is the most confusing bracket to try to figure out.
1: I, I see a couple of potholes potentially on the way for Houston, but I just can't pick against them. Uh, Even I, with I, their
0: injury situation?
1: Yeah, I just can't, man. I, I just Indiana has Trace Jackson Davis, which is, you know, he's a really, really nice player. But uh, I've got Houston marching on to the Elite Eight. I don't want to do it. I don't like to do it. I kind of could see Iowa State making some noise up in Kansas City, but I'm taking Texas to battle Houston. and It's an all-Texas affair up in same. up in the uh, Elite Eight there.
0: I have the exact same, and in fact, I have uh, Texas beating Iowa State to get to the Me too. Uh, Elite Eight for a showdown with Houston. All right, okay. I, and I think that the Midwest could be the, the toughest bracket to figure out sure. because there's no team,
1: unless you've watched Houston, where you're like, dang,
0: they're really good.
1: All right, what about out West? So, I'm taking Kansas I versus Gonzaga in the Elite Eight. I would like to take Timmy and company, but uh, I, I'm picking Kansas to get back to the Final Four. I've got Houston, by the way, coming out of the Midwest.
0: So, you've got a Final Four that would include Kansas, Houston, Alabama, and Duke. Duke. So, I've got Alabama, Houston, oh wait, hold on, Alabama, and Duke, Houston, and UCLA. I love UCLA, man. I'm falling for them. Uh, I've got UCLA playing for the national championship against Alabama, and I've got UCLA beating them.
1: Whoa! All right.
0: I like it. That's what
1: I went with in my first I've got Kansas getting all the way back.
0: Trying to 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 be the first
1: team to go back-to-back since, I don't know, Florida, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I
0: don't even know if anyone's come close since then.
1: And I don't think they get it done. I think in upstart, I think Alabama's winning the national championship. Team that uh, is – Well-known for football, cuts down the nets in basketball. Dickie V, I see you. We agree. I think we have the exact same national team. You really? (laughs)
0: All right. Hey, listen. Y'all have a great day. Get on out to Buffalo Wild Wings. The party starts right now with Steelman and Thune at noon. Buffalo Wild Wings and more off I-35. Have a great day. I'll see you tonight at 6 o'clock. 545 pregame show for OU Softball against South Dakota State.